Last Sunday was the 50th anniversary of the establishment of the Hong Kong SAR. But while there were fireworks over the Victoria Harbour celebrating Hanover Day, there were a few hundred thousand people still marching in the street, calling for the stepping down of C. Y. Leong. There must be a record for any elected in quotes leader of any community to be so humiliated on the first day of office. That there is celebration and demonstration marking this most important day in the history of Hong Kong at the same time is more than just an irony here. The debate is not whether there were 400,000 people in the streets or just over 100,000 as some academic claimed, but what such an unprecedented, unpopular chief executive would do to an already fragile and apprehensive community. Just ask any man in the street. What he would tell you is that the new chief executive would herald the coming of Article 23 legislation, the complete breakdown of a relationship between the executive and the legislature, and the erosion of all the core values of Hong Kong, such as the rule of law, press freedom, freedom of speech, of demonstration, and of the person. You may say there is no proof of that, but the perception is there and perception is two-thirds of the truth in politics. But some will tell you it is not all perception. Relation with Lechko is indeed at an all-time low. Even before he took office, Mr. Leung tried to ram his government's restructured proposal through Lechko without proper consultation or much supporting information. He refused to talk to the Pan-Democrats and did not name any of them to his cabinet lineup. And right after the Great March on the 1st of July, where 400,000 took to the streets, what did he do? Instead of immediately start working with Lechko to deal with the demands of those who took to the streets, he went to consult, in quotes, the public by going to the districts. This is as insulting to Lechko as it is pretentious. All the demands of the people who joined the march were long the demands of Lechko. And in any event, what district community in Hong Kong is more representative than Lechko. Furthermore, these events are all staged with the help of pro-government parties. But even then, such events were marred by protesters disrupting proceedings. So who will be fooled by such pretensions? Very few, no doubt. Nor can the writings on the wall be ignored. Press freedom indeed is diminishing. When state leaders, came, when state leaders come to Hong Kong, the press is being treated as lepers. They are being pushed to places as far from the leaders as possible, and any question touching sensitive issues, such as June 4th, will be met with immediate force arrest. Press cameras can be blocked by police whenever they like. Government information service no longer dishes out information regularly and fairly to all. Instead, government prefers to release information to friendly, in quotes, newspapers in coach terms. Even the central policy unit is not headed by an. Even the central policy unit is now headed by an ex-executive of a left-wing think tank. Freedom of expression is also going from bad to worse. When it comes to the central government or the liaison office, anything near a criticism is strict taboo. Wearing a June Fourth T-shirt in the vicinity of a state leader can be an unspeakable crime. Students can be forced imprisoned on their own campus. Demonstrations are now near pointless as demonstrators are being exiled to places where their presence or voices can never be seen or heard. It is almost like 
we are living over the border. It is almost like Mr. Leung is heralding the arrival of a repressive regime. So how can you blame the people for feeling unrest or being apprehensive? How can they trust Mr. Leung? Although most are convinced that the feeling is mutual, it is not pro. It is not openly said, but the actions of Mr. Leung speaks volumes. But why is it that the people of Hong Kong can't be trusted? Why can't the pandemicists be trusted? From the point of view of most people, this is a paranoia few can understand. Why fear democracy, or human rights, or freedoms? It is said that the best way to remove distrust is to communicate. But Mr. Leung and Lechko, in particular the pandemicists, are not speaking. In fact, he did his utmost to avoid speaking to the pandemicists during his election. And there is all the more no reason to speak to the pandemicists after the election. The sound of silence is stunning, and this failure of communication may well prove to be the most destructive force in the complete breakdown of the one country, two systems.